0: beautiful. Thanks. Tens (laughs) across the board.
1: (laughs) So good. People killing, people dying, children hurt, and you hear them crying. Got me, got me questioning. Where is the love? Where is it, Bernice? Are you done? Do you have the love? No, because I don't sense it. It's not there. (laughs) Guys, welcome back to Unsystematic episode twelve. Oh my god, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, we're getting up That's there. Three months. That's the longest time. Fuck. I know. Oh, wow. <sighs> episode twelve. We are back at you guys. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed our last episode. it was fun to record (laughs) i bet it was even more fun to edit yes fun to record fun to edit there was lots of shit that did not make it so sorry but it is not appropriate (laughs) uh so this week we decided to go from our usual yeah what do you saw it like bullshit to a more serious topic i guess a topic that had been requested for us to talk about, which I don't know fucking why, but I feel like this is gonna get really heated. So I'm not gonna lie, I'm really nervous. Yeah, we're. I think we're all nervous. No, I'm. I told myself I was not gonna yell at Michelle. Now I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so this week we decided to cover a little bit of gun control um and, and kind of like our thoughts on it yeah our thoughts on it michelle has one point of view i have a different point of view and bernice just chose to stay the fuck out of it yep yeah <laughs> Not um,
2: gonna take part on that.
1: but also this week our episode is coming out um a day after martin luther king day so we thought we'd discuss that a little bit as well so yeah so i'm gonna throw it over to bernice what you got
2: Okay, so I hope I'm able to do him justice. There's so much information on him that I just want to make sure that I do this right. But if y'all have any fun facts to, like, throw in, please join in at any time. Um, But, so, did y'all know that he was actually named Michael first? And then they changed his name, like, later. He was supposed to be Michael Luther King.
0: Interesting. Interesting.
2: So I thought that was, that was kind of interesting. Uh, he was actually born into like an upper middle class family. His dad was reverend and his mom was a school teacher. He graduated high school at 15. So he actually was able to start college sooner. And he was a well, like really well educated man. It's insane. Um, so I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of his, uh, a little information on his education so his mom taught him how to read before he even started school he was able to skip ninth and twelfth grade at booker t washington high school he started college at 15 and he graduated from morehouse in 1948 with the bachelor's in of arts degree in sociology so he graduated from crozier in 1951 and that he had he sorry he graduated the bachelor's degree Bachelor's of Divinity degree. And then he went on to earn his PhD from the University of Boston in 1955 in theology. And that's when he became Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Dr. Michael. I think that's so awesome. Like, <laughs> but anyway, so he's best known for being a social activist and he fought for equality. And human rights for African Americans, but also for economic, economical, um, sorry, for the economically disadvantaged and all victims of injustice. So he played, he played a key role, obviously, in the American civil rights movement.
0: I just want to mention that um, this is from the, um, what is it, the Martin Luther King Foundation website, I Mm -hmm. think. And they said that... African Americans, well, under the leadership of Martin Luther King Jr., the African Americans achieved more genuine progress toward racial equality in America than the previous three hundred fifty years had produced. Yeah, and so. he is um, the only uh, non-president. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was that? I read that he's the only non-president to have a uh, a statue on the National Mall. The National Mall. In the in the what's the National Mall? White House. It's called the Mall. Yeah, it's where they have like all those statues. Like (laughs) I think I I think um, Washington's needle is there.
1: I have a question. Sure. Why do we celebrate Martin Luther King Day on that day? Like, is it is it always the same day? No. But it's always the Monday. It's it's always a Monday. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's always the third Monday in January because his birthday is on January fifteenth. Okay. So it's all, but so today is his birthday.
0: Yes.
1: Happy birthday. Today to you. is his birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday.
2: Okay. So some of the events that he was tied to was the Montgomery bus boycott, which was started after uh, Rosa Parks, who was a secretary of the local chapter of the NAACP, which we as as we know is the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Um. <clears throat> so on December first, nineteen fifty-five, she. She refused to give up her seat because remember back in the day, buses were segregated. And, but if the, a white person got onto a bus and there were no seats, then a black person would have to give up their seat yeah. and she refused to. So she was arrested for that. So, they, so activists called for a boycott and Martha, they chose Martin Luther King to be the, their spokesperson. And by that time, he was already, by November 1956, when the Supreme Court did rule this, rule that it was un- unconstitutional, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was already known as for organized nonviolence resistance. And like I said, the boycott lasted 381 days.
1: Over a damn year.
2: Yeah. Uh, he's also known for being the president of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, a group that was committed to achieving equality through nonviolent protest. So his job as president of the SCLC was to travel across the country and even around the world teaching about nonviolent protests and civil rights. Uh, one of the other things he's known for is a letter from Birmingham jail. So he was arrested and put in jail for his involvement during the Birmingham campaign of 1963, for which was known for or which was what they did was they boycotted they they did sit-ins. They did marches uh, to protest segregation and unfair hiring practices, uh, along with other injustices. But so the letter was written during his time in a Birmingham jail, which he was in jail for eleven days. Mm. Yeah,
1: I didn't even know he was in jail. Oh, he was
2: in jail like all <laughs> like several times. I well, that's why I'm surprised. Number-
1: with somebody who like especially in that time was you know the segregation and of uh, color people being treated different and then you have this man over here getting these groups of people together or just having such a following behind him without using violence like i'm surprised worse didn't happen to him you know what i mean like i just feel like the well, fact I mean, that it, he was able to do this for so long yeah. that's crazy yeah but
2: he i mean he, he throughout his entire career and he was he received several death threats he was in jail several times one of the times that he was in jail, he was, it was because he was going 30 miles per hour in a 25 mile per hour zone. I mean, Torted. I'm pretty sure I've gone 45, which I'm not condoning, but I'm just Get saying her. like, Get her. it's, it's five miles, like for real. Yeah. Um, another thing that he's known for is the March on Washington, which took place on August 28th, 1963. It took place at Washington, in Washington, DC, and it gathered like 250,000 participants.
1: Damn. Yeah.
2: This was to work. This, in this, he worked with civil rights and religious groups to organize a peaceful political rally to shed light on the injustices on African Americans in the U.S. And this event itself was considered, was regarded as like a pivotal point in the American civil rights movement, and it was like a key factor in passing the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So, and the other reason why the March on Washington is so, I guess, so significant is where he. Delivered his famous, I Have a, I have a Dream speech.
0: Dream. Yep.
2: <clears throat> Which, as we all know, I've, I don't know, every time I've heard it, I haven't heard the whole thing, but every time I've heard, like, bits and pieces, it's, like, it's chilling. It's so powerful. so powerful. Just his voice, the way he spoke, it just, again, he was a very educated man. He could connect, like, like so how, well. It's just,
1: like, how could you, you, have to have no soul to not yeah. just, like, agree with him in the way he, just, just the yeah. way he
2: spoke yeah but i think i mean obviously his uh i feel i feel that his background as a pastor or as reverend
0: helped him be able to deliver speeches yeah. so well because you have to be able to like it's very passionate yeah it's like he believes every word he's saying. yes mm-hmm. yes
1: well not so. to show you though like a god-loving man right there like yeah. doesn't want to use violence he's you know it's like you have this gift from the lord and you're using it to your advantage and you're really doing what you're called to do.
2: Yeah. And he took a lot of his practices
1: from Gandhi. I wish Gandhi. we had someone like that as president.
2: But the thing is, I mean, he obviously still had some people yeah. that opposed oh, don't him. don't
1: we all? <laughs> Can he come back? Can we just bring him back?
2: Yeah. Uh. A lot of people also, I mean, still didn't agree with his practices. Obviously, there was also other I mean, other everybody's that, always going
1: to. There's always going to be there's a There's always going to be
2: somebody
0: on the wrong side of history.
2: So. Well, yeah, but there's also, I mean, obviously, there's people that wanted, wanted to do it by force. But he got, I think he got more attention and more people to be behind him because he literally was just like, hey, this is what we want. But we're not going to fight, like, to the death with you for it. Like, we're just. Yeah. Which I guess is like, a. we'll get to that. In a minute, but um, so some of the awards that he won were the Nobel Peace Prize in 1964. <clears throat> he also got—I mean, he's gotten some awards here recently as well, like such as a Congressional Golden Medal, gold medal in 2004, yeah, and the Grammy Hall of Fame in 2012. But he he also got the Grammy Award for Best Spoken Word Album in 1960. I'm sorry, 1971. Uh, and he was on the word album. Yeah. And presidential medal of freedom in 1977. And those were awards were after he had passed. Yeah. So when I was looking this up, there was a total of nine different awards. He even got one award from India, which I can't pronounce. I'm sorry. Nice. But uh, the legacy the for, lives on. Yeah. It's, it was the award for international understanding. And that was awarded to him in 1966. So as I said, he was arrested multiple times and one of those times was because he was going 20 uh, 10 mi- 5 miles over the speed limit. That's he was arrested because
0: I cannot. <laughs> DWB. Uh,
2: and he was also the subject obviously, exactly.
0: of these Exactly. What? DWB? Driving while black? Oh, I was like <laughs> uh is that is that shit's like an actual fucking thing? And he was
2: actually a victim of violence himself he was stabbed in harlem at a bookstore while promoting his first book which was which is titled stride towards freedom
0: Uh and
2: he was actually stabbed by an african-american woman
0: what yeah on january 18
2: 1965 he successfully registered for to vote in salem but then he was assaulted by james george robinson and then of course in on april 4th 1968 at the age of 39 he was assassinated while standing on the balcony of his motel in Memphis. How old was he? He was 39. 39? Yeah. So for everything that he accomplished, it's incredible.
1: When did he start? So I guess what was his length of really like this change?
2: Um, He was active from like the mid-50s uh, until he passed. Uh, so I would say
1: they credit like his years,
0: like 13, 13 years. 13 years, yeah. Yeah, like 13 years of Do activism. you think that
1: if he was not murdered, that, like, more change would have happened.
2: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Like,
1: a lot sooner, probably, right?
2: Yeah. Which is kind of I mean, it's.
1: I mean, we're still <laughs> struggling
0: to even get some of the <clears throat> equality and economic equality that he fought for.
2: One of the things, though, that's kind of eerie that I found was that the uh, the day before he was assassinated... He gave the speech, uh, mountain. The, it's known as the mountaintop speech yeah, now. Yeah, I've been to the mountaintop. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the quotes from it is basically, like, he might not see segregation and all of that end, but that was what where his efforts were going, you know? Yeah. So it's very foreshadowing, and it's kind of
1: creepy. Well, I think because, ultimately, he probably knew. I mean, eventually with how the world is yeah he was gonna that's why i think he was trying to do enough or everything that he could do well apparently he had and get the ball going
2: yeah apparently he had told his wife and his parents before he left for memphis that a price had been put on his head yeah. so it's like he knew That's just, sad. It's just really they, sad they
1: always say you know when you're about to die
2: but um there's like some conspiracies tied to his murder, of course. Uh, I I purposely did not name the person that that killed him because I just don't. I just it, don't think it yeah. should be acknowledged. Um, yeah, absolutely. So not. anyway, in 1983, Ronald Reagan signed what he made MLK Day official, and it was first observed on the third Monday. Well, I mean, still is. Uh, In January, but the first day, the first year that it was uh, celebrated and observed was in 1986, so three years later after it was signed, and almost 20 years after he passed away. So I guess I'll lead you guys into the gun control conversation. So, at the beginning of his career, it said that in like 1955 and 1956, prior to his house being bombed. You it wouldn't be unusual for him to for you to find a gun at his house mm-hmm. because he did believe in like um, protecting, protecting yourself. Room. Yeah. So he actually did well as shortly after he was his house was bombed, he did apply for a concealed carry permit, but he was denied. Uh, and then after that, he went into like he was fine. He obviously understood that people had to have guns in order to protect him and his family, but he himself did not have like he got rid of all of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So. So, yeah, in the 19, in, by the 1960s, though, he had abandoned the idea of using guns as self-defense. Why? Because he really wanted to be like a no-violence,
1: no you know. Just promote that fully?
2: Yeah. So, yeah, it was just, it's interesting because, especially after all the stuff that he and in- like yeah. You'd think I honestly. Whenever I first was researching this, I thought that he had gotten the guns after his house was bombed. But apparently, it was be- he had all the guns before his house was bombed, and then slowly after that, he started getting. Well, because I think in his case, chen- you'd have to think.
1: I mean, if people are already after you, and now you have guns in your house, like it would have been easier access for them.
2: Well, his thought was that, to
1: use on him, you know, like or... there's studies that
2: say that if you have firearms in your house, it's more like it's more likely for, you, for someone to commit suicide or kill a family mm-hmm. member than it is for you to actually ward off an intruder or something.
0: Yeah, I actually have the statistics oh. that Do you? so <clears throat> access to a gun increases the risk of death by suicide by three times. And, um, they are the second leading cause of death for American children and teens and the first leading cause of death for black children and teens in the U S. Um, women in the U S are 16 times more likely to be killed with a gun than women in other high income countries. And two to one is the ratio of American killed kids killed by guns versus the number of American children killed by cancer.
1: So, okay. So going into our next topic here, which is obviously going to be gun control, um, I mean, I think we all have different views on it, but I do feel like ultimately Michelle and I share, like, similar parts of our views. Um, so we can discuss that and then, Bernice, you can decide what yeah. you think. But I guess before we do that, like, do you have a stance on anything? Like, I guess we can say what our stance would be and then we can talk about it. Like, what would your stance be? Oh, I need to decide now. Um yeah like before hearing us and talking about it like where where would you see yourself
2: i honestly okay so my problem is i didn't grow up around guns uh they make me nervous the last person i dated actually got a gun like right before we broke up and honestly just his mental state made me nervous for him to have it i didn't think he was suicidal or anything but i feel like he could snap at any minute like not to be funny but that would that made me nervous, but he is trained in having a gun. Yeah. So, but just guns in general make me nervous. Like, I've fired a gun a few times once in my life, like, in one setting. Uh, So, a lot of my opinions are going to come from the fact that I'm just not trained in them, and I'm just,
1: I yeah. have no knowledge of... Which is fair, because, I mean, a majority <laughs> of people who discuss anything doing with guns probably have no experience with them at all.
2: Right. So, for me, I feel like it would be... Personally, for me, not speaking for anyone else, I think it would be unsafe for me to have a gun because I have no training in one. Uh, But I do think that if you are trained and you know what the hell you're doing, then sure, by all means, have a gun. But I also think that you should be subject to like psychological tests frequently and stuff like that, just because I don't think we have enough precautionary measures when it comes to guns as a country. That's just my uneducated well, you're opinion.
0: You're right. We don't, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I don't. I think that guns just end up in the wrong hands, mm. not on the not on purpose. I again, I just think that we don't have enough precautionary measure, yeah. measures. So if somebody like me, with no criminal record, could buy a gun and then shoot their dick off, oh, you know? even if
0: you had a criminal record, you could buy one. So okay.
2: again, I have never tried, so I yeah. have no idea like what what the regulations are.
1: Yeah, for sure. What about you, Michelle? So where do you stand? Um oh, one last thing. Yeah. I do think
2: there should be requirements and like allowances to like how big a firearm should be. I don't think that some of these guns that are just sold willy-nilly should be in the hands of a common citizen.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Um my stance is um I am 100% for gun control. For uh, but does that mean that I want to take away your guns? No. Um, do I think you should be able to have assault weapons and high magazine um, capacity guns? And do I think you should have 20 guns? Hell no. Yeah. You don't need that many. <laughs> need
1: one for the uh, morning, one for night.
0: Because I just... And this is like my own personal standpoint because I've been around guns my whole life. But they still make me nervous and they're scary and the thing is my dad always kept them locked away i never knew where they were um he was the only person who had the code to the gun chest so i never was able to open it just good um yeah because my dad's you know responsible like he only uses those guns for hunting mm-hmm. um but i just they're just scary and uh they make me nervous, like I said. Um, we current well, I currently live with a person that owns guns. And uh this shit just needs to stop happening. Point blank period. And I feel like we are always gonna shit these mass shootings that are happening at a higher rate than ever before. I just think that before you're able to get a gun, you need to have some training. Um and you need to constantly continue to go through training um, all throughout your life. And I think you need to have background a background check. number one, a psychological check. Um, there needs to be some federal database so where all the states can link up all their, you know criminal records or anything like that pertaining to stuff like this. Um, so if this person, if the person moves to another state, they can still like look up your background and your like background check and your uh, psychological tests or whatever. I think every time that you purchase a firearm, it needs to go into a database, like the make, the model, all that shit. Um, you need to have fingerprints done, um... There needs if a if a crime occurs and a gun was used, then all that information from that crime scene needs to be entered into a database um, to be shared uh, with all of the law enforcement agencies and uh, crime agencies around the world.
1: Um, I just think that while I agree, (laughs) I just think that because I don't like the government. It's just another way for the government to keep track of people and everything. And at the end of the day, I mean, you have these rights that were made and created, and then you want to, like, take these rights away, but they were created for a reason.
0: Well, I feel that the Bill of Rights and the Constitution and stuff like that should be a fluid document, meaning that it's ever-changing and needs to be kept up with the times because we don't have... I but mean, the times that we we're don't in have now is government anymore. control. We don't have a need for militias anymore. But how do you know? Which is why the Second Amendment was put forth
1: in the first place. But um, how do you know? My, my fear and where my concern comes in is if you start putting so much regulation on things or if you start wanting to... And I, I know mean, you say you don't want to take guns away from people, but there are people who want to take the guns away. Is if you completely take that away from people now you're leaving people defenseless like now you're defenseless from what okay but that's the thing you don't know the whole reason is purely self defense in my eyes it's purely as a self-defense mechanism okay so if say one day somebody decides to break into my house if somebody decides to do something if whatever OK, I don't have that defense in my own house to protect myself as well as say one of these days, you know, what, say the government wants to fuck us over, say somebody maybe, you know, I don't know, somebody who's pissed off at the world, right, wants to get a whole group together of people to be pissed off that do have weapons. And now the rest of us are left defenseless with nothing. Like, do you want to be in a defenseless world? Where- but we're
0: not in a defenseless world. We have the military. Your, their guns aren't being taken but from her, the military or the law enforcement. But her argument is, what if we have to, to fight? It takes you
1: back to 1776.
2: Yeah, like, you having to fight the go government Go back to 17...
1: Exact. Go back Why to 1776. Why are we going to
0: have to fight the government? Because she this doesn't is... She the government.
1: No, this is another control of the government. Why? We're all controlled every day, no matter how... And we're going to give up our one thing that could help defeat... Guns are our, our one thing that what gives us safety. What are you going to do? Fight them with kindness? No, Are you going to throw a stick guns? at him? And who
0: am I to say that this—that my life is worth more than that person's? Or um, in the
1: moment, if you're trying to murder gonna... me, my life is more important See, than yours. I'm uncomfortable
0: with that. That's why I don't like guns in the first place. Because once you pull that trigger, you can't take it back.
1: That's fine. But you had a trigger face at me first. That's what I'm saying. And like at the end of the day, like this, the the whole idea of this argument and where my viewpoint comes from is I do agree in the fact that like people who have a criminal background or people who are mentally unstable, like there are going to be certain people obviously that should not be allowed a weapon for a reason. And then I do think it comes down to education obviously is you can't just expect to give people weapons or allow people to have weapons without educating them on weapon safety or, you know, how to, how to make sure that nobody else gets a handle on it. Like all that type of stuff. Like I do agree with that but for the people who want to say just to completely take them away or um things like that I don't um agree with
2: Well do any of us even uh, like because I don't think any of us are saying that you should take all guns away I think no, we're that's all I'm saying just yeah saying she that. that's what
1: I'm saying I think we all have the same kind of viewpoint on that cuz Michelle says she doesn't want to take them away I'm just more that's where my defense comes from is I don't want to be in an environment where I feel like all these other people have the access to it. And then it leaves like everyone else defenseless. But
2: the problem right now is that we're not defending. You don't hear people defending anything right now. You're hearing about mass shootings in schools. So right now I feel like your argument comes from a hypothetical point Versus a reality is that school children are being shot. But
1: there is a reality as well where people are being killed with knives. And there's people who can go into schools with knives. Like, if you look at something recently, you have China. Okay. 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 Everybody
0: pulls up China when they talk about up other.
1: I can pull up other ones. You have Britain, who Britain has strict gun laws, strict gun control, but yet... A majority of the people over there have the exact same amount of guns as we have in the U.S., even though they have those laws. You can come to our own state. Okay. Chicago. Chicago has one of the strictest gun laws right now. They ban, um, like, um, gun shops. They ban shooting ranges. But Chicago has one of the highest crime rates.
0: It's actually at a 48-year low as of 2017.
1: But go, go on. And to, you can look up the crime rate of 2017 and how many people were actually killed with gunshot wounds fr- in saying, 2017. It's it at was a 48 at least, It year was at least low. 2000. So that's so going down. maybe it's low, but people are still being killed by guns. And my whole, I'm not saying, my whole idea behind it is if you have people who guns don't kill people. Okay. Guns but do crimes do don't people. automatically. Does, we're not saying crimes magically thing. disappear you have drugs when you
0: ban th- guns or when you take some guns away. That's not what we're saying. Like, crimes, all crimes are No, but are she's re- responding to
1: me in the part of me being hypothetical thinking, but I'm talking about now, nowadays, you have drugs that are illegal, okay? Honestly, Does it stop the crime happening, like are you're saying? No. Kill with a
0: knife as opposed to a gun. Well, going let's see. In going China, how many, tell me, in
1: China, how many did they kill? They killed 29 and injured 130. And how
0: many would, ha- would he have done if. And uh, you know how they stopped him? You know how they more. stopped him?
1: With a gun. That's the only way they could stop them.
0: Yeah. Trained law enforcement professionals, okay. not people who are If it's not trained- a gun,
1: if it's not a knife, it could be a hammer. It could be a fucking, uh, it could be hot oil boiling in a pan. It could be poison. Okay. You guys love conspiracy theories. You guys love cult leaders. Jim Jones. How many okay, people- don't love <laughs> cult leaders. Cheryl. Okay, but the how many is- people, How many people did he kill without a gun?
0: Okay. The, the thing yeah. is, though- Kool-Aid's not a weapon. Kool-Aid's not meant to be a weapon kool aids is not manufactured as weapons. There's lots weapon. of other things
1: that aren't weapons guns that are can kill people. Guns are manufactured as
0: weapons. They are meant to end life. That's their one thing. When you hunt with them, you are killing All animals. Oh, I think You are is ending life.
1: Idle minds, okay? There's no do-overs. Do Once Start. you pull that trigger, you can't go back. Start taking guns away. People are going to find creative other ways to kill people. You have people who... In Texas alone, the man made bombs and delivered them to people's houses. He didn't need a gun to have to kill people. He didn't even have to fucking be there to kill people. People. But
2: guns are just an easier way to kill a lot of people at, in a short amount of time. Like, you know what I mean? Like you were arguing a knife. Yes, people are always—if you're that mentally disturbed, you're gonna find ways exactly. to harm other people. Like Michelle mentioned, it's not about as oh we think that taking away guns is the end-all, be-all. There's, no, there's gonna be no more crime. Like, that doesn't... No, that's not how that works. It's just another way to control it. If you outlaw
1: the guns, then you leave the outlaws with guns. Well,
2: I think with anything, with... I mean, like, look at feminism. People have the idea that if you're a feminist, you hate men. That's an extreme. Same thing with gun control. There's different... There's a, a wide spectrum of what gun control means. One extreme is taking away all guns and only leaving it in police officers hands you know and the government's hands the other one is putting stricter rules on who can have stricter regulations as to who can own what guns uh, guns
0: and who can own what type of gun like obviously and who can sell them because right now i mean in several states if you go to a gun show that gun owner doesn't have to report that he just sold that gun to you yeah yeah
1: that person doesn't like it's have just, to register that gun. I just think gun. either way, people are going to find a way to get one.
0: It's just
2: too easy. But at least just this way- Just like they find way, a way to get drugs. It makes it harder. But at least this way, you can't just be like, oh, well, we don't know who did that because we don't have any type of regulation. It's like, you're food. Okay, you but know what I mean? All they like, have
1: to do is start getting guns in the black market or all they have to do is make their own. available I just there. feel like- Exactly. What I'm saying
2: is that it decreases- the, it decreases the force. if on somebody the wants tests, to kill someone and if somebody wants idly, to you know what I mean? take
1: a whole and the government is standing idly honestly okay because you want to you want to tackle side. gun control like, here, you want to have, have well, that let's you take, know why let's it's let's idle take, let's, take, let's take away guns why not do you know give education to mentally challenge people why not we help mentally have, challenge people we don't even have um, do
2: you know why? Sorts of, like health care for people that can't afford it. That's what i Or people that won't even. we worried like, about. Have a response we're worried about a gun. Or your statement. But you have
1: people who are on the streets. You have people who are trying to clean. Right. Like you're not worried but about all the little things. Education. Do you know that why? the Do you know things? why the
0: federal government has stalled on. Because they like, don't actual, fucking care no? about people. Because federal That's legislation not. passed in 1997. <laughs> stated that none of the funds made available for injury prevention and control at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention may be used to advocate or promote gun control. So that means that the, the vague nature of it and its 2011 extension, Institutes of Health, has effectively prevented federal funding for firearms-related research, meaning that they're not able to conduct research or find ways to prevent it. That's why um, any type of gun control um, bill or anything like that that wants to get passed is gonna have a hard time getting passed. Then you have the gun lobbyists like NRA who funnel hundreds of millions of dollars into these candidates to say, like, I'm not gonna vote on this or I'm gonna vote no on this. You know, um, it's just. I think at the end of the day,
2: education is gonna be. I feel like, yes, we should spend. Oh, we should probably tackle education first and foremost because if you educate Mm -hmm. people properly on anything you have a better chance of preventing
0: and i feel like you need to be continuously educated not just take one class before you get the gun license and then that's it like no you have to be continuously educated and i feel like you should also take those classes that uh, law enforcement officials take where um they are um, put into an environment and they have to decide um is this person going to live or is this person going to... It's like a fake thing. I'm versus not denying has, that there needs done, to be any
1: education on it. You just buy it. it and
0: then you don't... I, I just, just want just it to be...
1: I'm it. just saying that at the end of the day, people are going to kill people if they want to kill people. And I just believe by... Yeah, well, I'm, not, I'm not disputing Yeah, it. I just believe that... It, it just i just is, it, i just, there's always gonna be it there's always gonna yeah, be so drugs there's rather, always okay. gonna be crime so in the like world but i would leave it like how it is like have it been easy try no to make I, think it a they, bit? I think they need to make the education i, I think education is the top priority this, when it comes to guns i don't think it right. has to do with the weapons or anything like that right now the i think it is, comes down to education purely and that's it I'm, and criminals shouldn't have it mentally ill people shouldn't have it you need to be an able mind and body to be able to own right. a gun. Right. I just
0: want it to be as much harder for you to get a gun right. as, as hard as it is for you to get an abortion. Do you know how hard it is for you to get an abortion? Like you have to go to this like counseling session because they're going to be like, do you really want to give it up? Or, well, you should. It's just dumb. And abortion's a, so much, a big deal.
1: There's just... Which kind of well, contradicts what other, Michelle says because, I mean, abortion, you're taking life away and you don't have the right to take someone else's life away.
2: It's, it's a fetus. We're divided on that.
1: So I, that, that's I, a whole other argument yes, there. Yes, that is a
0: whole other Okay, maybe argument. I'm totally yeah, of We'll just um, leave that there. But yeah. I, just want it, I just want it to, to make it harder for you to get a gun yes because it's way too easy right now yes like the daily show did a segment where uh i think they were in florida and this lady walked into an academy i think or some gun shop and was in and out with an ar-15 in like less than an hour
2: yeah that's insane that's insane it takes longer to get a passport (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like you have to wait like two at least minimum two weeks to get a pa- fucking passport but i can go into a walmart and buy a fucking gun right now and be in there in and out in like 30 minutes this is mm-hmm. crazy to me i just that's scary yeah that's insane like
0: i don't know i think all especially me, when you think of like somebody who's got this thought like oh this like, something bad happened in my life. Okay, well, I have this plan now. Let me go to a Walmart. It'll be easy. Let's get this gun. and Well,
1: if then... they had education and people would actually talk to when they were going through hard things in their life, then a lot of that could be prevented. But a lot of these people who go through these dark places in their mind, and you'd have to be in a dark place to kind of understand where things like that come from is you feel alone and you feel like you don't have any other options. Now it's a selfish reason one to take your own life and it's a selfish reason to take other people's lives. So I've never fully been in those positions where I'm just like, let me take other people with me, you know? So that has to be, I just can only imagine that that has to be such a darker place that you go to. And for these people, and I, I feel bad for some of these people that do this, because they're like young, you know, you have these young kids doing this stuff now. That it's like, how do you just feel like you don't have anyone? Right,
2: and there's you no know? support in yeah. place for them. Right. Yeah. I mean, how do you, how do you feel about owning guns yourself? I would have one. Why haven't you gotten one?
1: Um, because I'm not like in a house, so I don't want the responsibility <laughs> of an apartment. Um, and I don't know like what the rules are that rules are with that when it comes to an apartment, but did you grow up around guns? Um, I've gone shooting. My grandpa always has guns and rifles. Um, I've gone shooting myself. I want to go more. I just don't have anybody to go with. I mean, it's fun. I'm not going to lie.
2: Shooting your first gun is, it's exciting. It's uh, it's exciting. exciting, It's in a a controlled
1: environment. It's It's exciting. But I, the reason I like, I want to, I want to learn more. Like I want to learn how to properly aim And do you like, I want to have more knowledge on how to use a gun. Right. That's what I want, but I will have one when I have a house. But you're
2: not like, you're not going out and just buying one for the hell of it. You're also responsible. Hence, you just said you wouldn't have one here
1: Yeah, in an apartment. You know what I mean? There's just so many things. And I feel like there should be so many regulations on a lot of things. For sure. In general. And, the gun thing is—I mean—and you have to, I think, go state by state also, just because, like we know, like the southern states, I feel like—I don't know—are about I mean, that more we've than. Kind of left some... a lot
0: of you know things left you know, we left it up to the state, and look what happened with that. And I mean, do you think it should be federal regulation? Yes. Yeah, fuck
1: the feds. <laughs>
2: Look, if you come up missing, we don't know nothing. And we then you'll know. And then end. you'll
1: know all my thoughts have been true, okay? <laughs> if something happens to me and I get hit by a train, you know. Oh, shit. You know the oh, government shit. got me. Oh, my God. <laughs> she said it here, guys. you yeah. No, so, I mean, I think we all agree there should be education. Yeah, you thought it was going to be, like... I'm just tired no, of... I, I'm, no, I'm pretty... No, I know you are. I just think there's, there's contradictions in everything. And my ultimate argument is, is I don't want to be left defenseless and how I see it. And I go, know you say it's hypothetical, but I see it as like, like a slow inch and like them having more and more control. And I just don't agree with that. I mean, I think we should have the right to defend ourselves and, I just don't want to feel like I'm ever in a situation where, in hypothetical, but in a situation where there's just nothing left but people in power who have access to these things and then, you know, something happens. Or even, you know, if... There's terrorist groups that can be formed, you know, here in our own U.S., right? Of our own people. Like, you don't have to be from somewhere else to be a fucking terrorist. Like, you could have maybe this group, groups of people that just decide they want to overtake someone or a place or whatever. You never know. Or they want to ignite a I, race war. Exactly. That could, ha- and see, and in those, in those things can happen. Whether certain laws were in place long ago, history is known to repeat itself. Okay, you're getting now into a time and... Maybe this is where my thoughts come in more, but I'm obviously more on, I don't want to say super religious side, but I do believe in the end times of things. And I know that before things are going to get like good or before the end of the world comes, things are going to get worse and it's going to go downhill. So we're, we're already so divided within race that More and more things are going to keep dividing us, you know, so it's like, who's to say that eventually there's not going to be another type of civil war? Who's to say that we're all not all going to start turning on each other and we're going to have a fucking purge fucking thing happen? You don't know that. And no, when you, but I mean when in you don't your situation have right access, now, you
2: don't have a gun, so it doesn't help you. You know what I mean? Exactly. So right now the people And have, I I would feel defenseless. Right. So what I'm what I'm saying is like other I know we we are a completely different fucking bubble compared to the rest <laughs> of the world. But I mean in other countries guns ha- are strictly regulated and they don't have mass shootings like But we they have crimes. You they could go do. look at I'm not that's not the shooting. point. I'm tired of opening up my phone and it's a whole, another mass shooting on Gays on Muslims on Blacks it's just
1: race on, wars on, on Jewish people Jewish
2: people on uh, college campuses in high schools a fucking grown ass man elementary to to elementary school like I'm just tired of seeing it and we have the highest mass shootings in the world it's just insane like and this is all because people that were not mentally stable have access to weapons that they shouldn't have and it's just one of those things where I'm like. Man, like, I'm not saying take everybody's guns away. I'm just saying make it harder for somebody to get a fucking gun that that much power. Like, it's just insane. It's ridiculous. Come on, you're opening, you're really opening fire on fucking elementary school children. Are you kidding me? Or on your fucking fellow classmates? And I mean, it's not a new problem. Sorry, ma'am, are you engaged or not?
1: Sorry, I just wanted to look up if you are correct on the highest mass shootings because I don't think you are.
0: Oh, no, she is.
1: No, I don't think the U.S. is the highest mass shootings. Who
0: do you think is the highest?
1: It is. Because I have the U.S. ranks 56 (laughs) in the rate of attacks and 61st in mass public shooting murder rates. Norway, Finland, Switzerland, and Russia have at least 45% Mm -hmm. higher rates of murder of mass public shooting than the United States. So, FYI russia y'all even said it in the last fucking episode that russia's fucking crazy and that the crime rate and all i have
0: here from researchers from harvard school of public health that um, mass shootings occurred every 200 days on average from late 2011 to 2014 they found mass shootings had occurred at triple that rate every 64 days on average so the first one was from 1982 to 2011 yeah but
1: we're talking about who has the highest mass shootings it's not the u.s
0: like highest in terms of what Like, the volume or the highest mass shootings in terms of fatalities? Because we are number one in a lot of issues regarding guns.
1: Mm. Mm. This kind of ties into is I don't think that the government is doing their job correctly either. Because didn't some of these people who did the mass shootings order some of those parts online or some of these people who committed some of the terrorist attacks that were here like were already on the watch list or wasn't it the last one i think that did the the mass shooting that they said they already kind of had they had known some things about him already why aren't they following up with these things why aren't they investigators
0: aren't worth their shit like uh because that's
1: another side of it like get people who are gonna do their job right they uh
0: they they came to interview his family or something and they were like oh he seemed like a good kid and that was the end of that so
2: mass shootings are just are defined by four or more people shot in one incident in one location roughly at the same time
1: why does it have to be shot? Why can't there be mass stabbings, which there's been? Mass bombings. Mass fucking let me kill you with my fist. Your fist is a weapon. You should learn how to use it. Why I, do I don't know how to use There are
0: other weapon. ways to just kill so people. Know. That's not what we're discussing here. We're just saying that the easiest way to kill someone is... Well, one of the easiest ways to kill someone one is by easiest, is using not guns. not the yeah,
2: the next one would be, like, I feel like a bomb or something.
1: Yeah. Bombing, poisoning. But it's hard to make
0: a bomb because... In the perfect world, when you try and buy the ingredients to make a bomb, you are, I think, put on a watch list, regardless of how you bought it or... Not like that makes a
1: difference. But there's still
2: books that you can fucking go yeah, to Barnes & Noble and buy. The Anarchist Bum- Cookbook. Yes, yeah, like it you can go buy tonight. shit.
1: Like that's. I think we all can agree. We all know guns don't kill people. People kill people. And if people want to kill people, they will find a way no matter what.
0: Yeah, you're right. And
1: unless the government does their job, or whoever fucking wants to watch these people who are on watch list or monitor these people who look up these things, that's their fucking fault. Because I'm tired of hearing too of these people who did commit these crimes, and they're like, oh well, they did get reported then, or oh, we did know that they were on this list. Okay, bitch. Well, you could have prevented it from happening. So know what? The blood's on your fucking hands at this point. That's how I feel. Okay, so, final thoughts? Um, I don't think that... Gun control. Gun education. Yes. Is my final thought. I don't thought. think that
2: you should take everybody's guns away. I just think there should be stricter regulations and education. And widespread education well, yeah, on gun, gun control.
0: Well, yeah, gun control. Gun control doesn't mean take away your yes, guns. Yes, but gun control. To some people, people it does. It, yes.
2: but so, again, there's extremes of things. So, so
1: to some people, so yes, gun spe- control. So we're
0: supposed to change our fucking shit to appease them. What yeah, it's just like you want
1: people to change themselves to appease you. What I'm saying is I that there's know, a I wide spectrum of what
2: gun control means, meaning some people when you say gun control they think you're going to take all my guns and then other people mean no, we just want well, to educate you better. What's the
1: definition of what control? Are you arguing
2: with me? I'm trying to explain something to your ass. What's the definition uh-huh. of control? Exactly.
1: She's just gonna contradict she herself. Just to,
2: yeah, she just wants to like argue. Because you can't say that, you know? but
1: then when you have racial issues, expect people to change the way they say things because it sounds racist to somebody else. It's the same exact thing. You have to work. So yourself I should be I way. should be
0: okay with people saying the N-word.
1: You don't have to be okay with it. Why do you have to jump off that's the what other side of the spectrum of <I mean, every> the what... <single> time? <laughs> Uh, No, because you're saying that people should not like have to change how you say it to appease like all that. If you want to fucking appease people, yes, you have to you have to present things in a way where it's other people can understand it, where it doesn't sound like it's a seclusion of something or it's fucking a right taking away or it's fucking somebody having more control over something. When I say, bitch, I'm going to control you. What does that mean to you? Hey, Michelle, I'm going to control your eating today.
2: Does that mean I take all your food away? No. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Gun regulation. Do you like that word
1: better? Yeah. I can deal with regulate. Who do we regulate? Irregulate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. But we're going to eat. Education is key, honestly, to everything. I have been thinking about this so much because I think I was listening to something and... I just feel like there should be so much other type of things that they teach you in school compared to just here's your math, science and history. Like how to do I your think, fucking taxes? I think yeah, that they need to start teaching things that are like life things that you're actually going to use, you know, budgeting, budgeting yes. is like budgeting is what comes to my mind. Did if y'all they added Yeah, home ec.
0: Yeah, home My ed. mom.
1: But see that when was she a requirement. took home ec?
0: When she took home it, they they taught her how to budget. They taught her how to do her taxes. They taught her all of this shit.
2: We just learned how to sew. And no, and they gave a baby. A baby, yeah. A
0: baby. Yes. <laughs> and made pigs in a blanket. Yes. Oh yes, we did cook a little so, bit. I mean,
1: I just think education is key to everything here. And if they start treating these teachers better, then maybe we'll start getting proper education and won't fucking create these people who feel like they need to go kill people. Um, we try not to get too heated. We're all still friends. We don't hate each other yet um we hope you yes. guys <laughs>
2: Earlier, i really thought i was like after i said that i was like is this bitch really shutting down on me right now who you what? that's what i
1: thought oh girl i don't shut down i just have to wait for my rebuttal because i am i'm very i'm in a i'm an emotional arguer like oh, yeah, i sure. speak more so this is where we're different i speak more from emotional in how it affects me mm-hmm. michelle speaks more of like facts And wants to go. And how it affects everybody else. Yeah, and how it affects everybody else, but not really understands the here and now right here. She's a fact checker, and as long as it's written, then she believes it. And Um, then not necessarily, (laughs) okay. And then I don't believe it. And then I think Bernice, I I think you're you're like in the middle. Yeah. Like you see both sides, which is good. So this is like why it's good that we have these (laughs) arguments, because you kind of keep me and Michelle from butting heads but yeah i just i i try to see it i mean in the long run we all pretty much agree yeah so which is good because we all come i think from different sides so yeah so we hope you guys enjoyed this episode (laughs) we hope you don't shoot us down too much get it
2: wow (laughs) you're gonna have to cut that that's insensitive (laughs) Is it? Okay. Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought it was like a good pun. I mean, it is. I but mean, I think it's yeah, it is, but yeah. no. Everybody just live your Second Amendment life and. Um, <laughs> Although,
2: whenever I hear bear arms, I feel like fuzzy arms, like big brown bear arms.
1: <laughs> or, but bear can also be naked. Yeah, or, yeah. Ooh, the you English have to language. All this. Sh- you you rip- all right, guys. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed. Um, we hope y'all have a great holiday off because I think everybody gets the holiday off, don't they? No, I don't. I get it work. Literally all right, wrong. guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye. 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 <laughs>